What are the steps some healthcare entities are taking to better protect their electronic health record and other critical systems? I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Brian Lancaster, Vice President of Information Technology and CIO at the University of Nebraska Medical Center. Brian will be discussing some of the steps his organization has been taking to not only transform its IT infrastructure, but also to bolster security of its electronic health record systems. So now, Brian, I understand that your IT infrastructure has undergone a transformation over the last few years and that it's led to micro-segmentation and that one of the drivers in doing that is security. Can you tell us a little bit about what this transformation has involved and where you're at now and where the micro-segmentation and security issues kind of fit in? I think our story begins with what I, I would envision most organizations kind of start with which was really on virtualizing our compute and our, our server infrastructure. So a couple of years ago, we had a need to migrate from one data center to a new private cloud data center or a data center built for private cloud. And as part of that process, we took all the, the systems that were physical and virtualized as many as we could, which ended up with a high degree of virtualization. And at the conclusion of that project, we really sat down with our strategic partner, VMware, and looked at what else could we do to get some benefits. And that led us down the path of network virtualization with the primary purpose or the initial purpose of micro-segmenting our electronic medical record environment. In healthcare, I think as probably any industry, we're, we're a target for cyber criminals. And one of the reasons for that is we've had rapid digitization of our, our environment through rolling out electronic medical records. And to be honest, our security controls haven't always kept up. So it's a, it's a big target. It's a lucrative target. And we really need to make sure that was a secure environment as possible. So we, we focus on network virtualization with the, the sole purpose of improving or micro-segmenting our electronic medical record environment for improved security. So, Brian, describe a little bit about how this micro-segmentation is helping you address some of the security issues. And also, when it comes to the micro-segmentation, you mentioned that the EHR was a big part of this. What about medical devices? That's a great question. So, from a micro-segmentation perspective, Again, our electronic medical record is the biggest cyber risk. It's also a challenging environment. It has over 150 servers. It touches all aspects of our infrastructure, from DMZ to core to user world. It also has many physical server components. We're running a electronic medical record that requires caching Citrix, which, which are physical and, and can be can be challenging to manage on a virtual basis. And then just from the, the risk standpoint, I think... Our biggest risk isn't our secure perimeter, which is compliant through our, our firewall. It's really what happens once someone gets into the systems via a phishing attempt or a user error or things of that nature. So our data centers today are protected by that strong perimeter defense, but those threats and exploits really are infecting servers of low-priority systems, which can be a target like a, a biomedical system, and SSL is no longer a guarantee of protection, then those, those threats lie dormant, waiting for the right moment to st- strike, and then they have full access to east and west traffic, server-server traffic, which is outpacing client-server traffic, and then that spread can go unnoticed and really wreak havoc. So really we're looking for 
how do we protect our most valuable asset, which is also the largest target? And that's where network virtualization comes into play because it, it gives us, in essence, the technology to make micro-segmentation operational. Um, I think micro-segmentation could always be done. It just wasn't operationally feasible. And, and that's just because the amount of work it would take to perform micro-segmentation. With network virtualization, having it be hypervisor-based with in-kernel distributed firewalling, we have the high throughput rates on per hypervisor basis that allows us to do east to west firewall capabilities that allows us to kind of protect that, that traffic going from one server to the next. So that was really the, the opportunity or the promise that we could have a more secure environment through micro-segmentation. So once you do the micro-segmentation, are there other security challenges that pop up that are now new things that you have to deal with because it's segmented in that way? I think with micro-segmentation, the, the risk is really making sure you understand your, your networking traffic and, and your visibility, both from have I kind of constrained the environment appropriately, either from an operational standpoint, perhaps closing a port that should have been opened, impacting operations, or vice versa, leaving something open. And to give you context, how, how challenging the electronic medical record environment is, if you looked at our different tiers that we support for our EPIC implementation, which is our electronic medical record, we had 2.2 million ports on our Windows tier. We had over 500,000 ports open on our reporting tier and then nearly 400,000 ports open in our database tier, which we keep those open because we have so many different add-on applications or, or biomedical equipment that needs to connect to that information. So, so what we really needed to have insights to was understanding the sequence of packets or, or which packets belong to a certain network session between two endpoints at the same time that we were metering the different accounting attributes for the network sessions. And we were only able to do that by using a flow generation tool that gave us a clear understanding of what traffic was occurring within our environment from all endpoints. Then from that, in that picture of bidirectional network flow, then we're able to do the port flow, which basically allows us to map the port flow across all particles and services, allowing that next level of understanding. Then from that detailed understanding of the network, we're able to simplify the underlying physical network, which led to significant reduction to the open ports within that environment. Additionally, we're able to automate key networking tasks and have better insights to network activities that help further with troubleshooting forensics. All of that basically resulted in going from millions of ports open to a handful of ports open. And now we have the, the tools in place to kind of monitor that over time to make corrections and, and facilitate troubleshooting on a proactive basis. So it really enabled us to not just address the concern, but also be able to maintain that over time as new traffic hits the environment, et cetera, and so forth. So not only did it address the need, it makes it more sustainable. So really, from an EMR environment standpoint, we, we feel pretty good. The next question then comes in, not necessarily around micro-segmentation, but really just on network segmentation and making sure we have segmented off our biomedical equipment and, and things of that nature, which allows us to have more control if a breach happens on one of those pieces of devices. And in doing this, what are some of the top threats that you think you've been able to deal with better 
in terms of preventing security incidents or breaches from occurring? I think fundamentally, if you are able to restrict kind of port traffic and open ports, it allows us to have more assurances of if a breach occurs at the the server level. So again, that east-west traffic, that they'll they'll it will be restricted to one area and not get uh, full access to additional systems and data. So it's really that possibility of the the east-west kind of breach, anticipating that that's very likely to happen due to a, a phishing attempt or a uncontrolled system running on a piece of biomedical equipment or, or something that affects or unpatched system are typically the ways that someone could get in and then have access to the east-west systems. So it's really protecting the access to our largest asset in the biggest source of PHI, which is our electronic medical record. So that's really created basically a Fort Knox and, and reduced the tax surface from you know, over 95% in terms of the, the open ports. It's also provided us uh, with proactive monitoring tools so we can see if one port is getting hit, we know what the normal traffic is. So if we see a spike, we know that something is happening so we can take action before it occurs too much or um, before it occurs over a long period of time. We have better insights to that. So it's really that reduction of the attack surface. So the target is a lot smaller, which then makes it very hard for that to be a, a successful attack, if that makes sense. Any other top information security challenges that you're dealing with right now? Any new sorts of emerging security technologies that you're looking at? There's all sorts of technologies we're looking at. So anything from next-generation firewalls that uh, we've installed and giving us further insights on our, our traffic and, and the flow. We're also fully invested in incident management tools and threat analysis and, and things of that nature. And I guess the some of the areas that we're really focused on that are both adding kind of efficiencies as well as higher security are, are really trying to provide secure platforms to different groups in our academic medical center that uh, have need for development platforms who have not historically worked with IT. So what I mean by that is we've been working to provide infrastructure as a service and platform as a service to different development groups who haven't always worked directly with IT. So that allows us to provide a service and then also allows us to address a security need because a lot of times these organizations may stand up unmanaged servers at different locations or use a maybe an unverified provider of a service that can introduce security concerns because they're not patching and managing the systems as well as they should, which, again, has done lots of great things from being able to meet a need in the enterprise but also allowed us to be secure because we don't have to worry about a colleague getting a service from an unverified source. And finally, Brian, is there one top challenge or priority that is on the top of your list for 2018 before the year's over? I think the, the biggest risk to the organization remains to be users and unintended consequences that the users have in terms of falling victim to a phishing attempt or using software that might introduce risk to the organization. So I think having a focus on education and making sure that every type of information or link that is clicked is is verified 
and we have workflows that would kind of prevent uh, the transfer of large sums of money to require a, a voice verification versus just email verification are the top things that we continue to focus on. So it's not necessarily the technological pieces of it, but the people and the processes to ensure that everyone is aware of the threat of cyber criminals and also kind of the telltale signs of a phishing attempt or a, um, some, some malicious activity. And unfortunately, the, the cyber criminals are getting better and better and better. So when it used to be a, a misspelled email, um, it was pretty obvious that it was a phishing attempt to now it's professionally done, looks like it may have come from a colleague or a superior, just always trust but verify and making sure that we have the users educated on on their role and making sure that we don't have a breach is very, very important. Thanks, Brian. I've been speaking to Brian Lancaster. I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.